Hey everybody, welcome back to The Collective, where we're doing another live chat like we do every day. We got some uh, good information. I don't have any guests today, though, so it's just you and I. Dude, don't say so. <laughs> guests or not, we're still going to have a good time. Oh yeah, absolutely. We do every day. It's pretty sweet. I'm, I'm actually really enjoying uh, these daily chats and they're, uh, and all the stuff we come up with. It's just, it's exciting. I'm really it's ridiculous. It. Yeah and uh one day you're gonna be famous one day <laughs> bringing all that heat <laughs> yeah if you know what if we get uh any more of the uh, winter storm 427 on here we're gonna be, Man, gonna be rolling guy. the heat he a guy or girl it. i'm not sure what's going on there i'm not they were sure bringing it. yeah they're on it i think uh they might have a new hobby brain brain puzzling us <laughs> brain puzzling us i like it nothing quite like a stumped uh question that not quite stumps us but actually makes us it was good think. i, oh, I love that kind of lots. thing yeah that was good interaction <laughs> apparently i'm already famous <laughs> <laughs> that's true for some time uh, now for some time yeah we're, we've been uh doing doing pretty good lately i think uh so I, do you want to dive right into a question? You got anything off the top of your head that you want no, to talk about? No, I don't. I mean, I just finished uh, literally three or four mm -hmm. minutes ago with Yuri in Ukraine. And by finished, I mean, nice. bummer that uh, we didn't get to continue. I could talk with that guy all day. I could talk with you all day. We could. It's, but there's there's time limits to these things. And so just finish up that conversation with him and we'll get back into it on knife fighting yeah. and all that good that was cool, stuff. Man. That was good information just in mm -hmm. general. Yeah, it's like, uh, oh, yeah, I guess it's not even me. Big Bird's just famous because of Sesame Street. <laughs> Sesame's right. <laughs> you were preceded by someone uh, far more famous. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Satch is here. Hey, looking, buddy. Background's looking good. Yeah, this is off the website. So it, uh, I dig if, it. You, if you haven't checked it out yet, go to the website. You know, it's on the little ticker below <laughs> us. You can see it right there. Um, uh, definitely head over there check it out we got some all of the, the videos that we have done up to this point are on there and uh it's awesome oh look who we got john oh, look at that john. Up, john how's it going and boom winter storm fortune uh, seven back troubles back <laughs> we got the heat although dude you broke my i say dude whoever you are you broke my brain yesterday with that question um on accountability and and it's not that like so you chance you probably don't have that question hanging around that you can put back up on uh, on accountability uh, uh, if you I, did I that would be fantastic give you chat for a minute and i'll okay uh, i will find it um because i want to i want to give kudos to winterstorm 427 um mostly for this because of the engagement uh like bang bang banging out and and being uh um being present during these conversations but thinking outside of the box a little bit, not just uh, hitting it with the standard issue, uh, uh, what color is the sun or what time is it there or is it raining? I mean, these were these are relevant questions that were uh, causing us to think a little bit deeper, which I believe was the intention of Winterstorm 427. And uh, so the question about accountability, uh, that was a struggle for me because, uh, as I recall, uh, it was my issue in answering the question was... I, I hold myself accountable like all the freaking time at maximum velocity accountability. But I know there's times that I haven't done it well in the past, but I thought I was doing it well in the past. And my answer kind of went along the lines of, and the guys to my left and right, that's what kept me accountable. And that's what helped me understand what accountability looks like and means to me and et cetera. But, you know, I thought about it some more and I could probably do an entire podcast episode on just accountability. So, um, and I'm not going to jump into that right now. I just wanted to give a shout out to Winterstorm 427 for nearly breaking my brain yesterday. Um, that almost. rarely happens. <laughs> almost so thanks, broke the brain, yeah. Dude, or whatever. Uh, let me, uh, <clears throat> I, I found it. I'm just going to pull it up here. That way we can, uh, we can all look at it once I actually get it up. There we go. So, boom, got that. Share the screen. Here we go. You, sure. There we go. NASA doesn't launch the rockets like that. No, it's pretty. Uh, oh, that's good, though, pal. It was worth the wait. There you go. I like that. <laughs> worth the wait. I like it. So do any of you have 
a time where you thought you were taking accountability for something and the real is you hadn't. And if you did, what did you do to fix that? Yeah. hundred percent. I, uh, there were a few, I actually, we, uh, hop, hop off pal, like just hop into that right away. If you want, we'll go. We, um, so I actually, I did. There's a couple of times I've done this actually. Um, one of the times was first off with my kids. That was a big one where I thought I was taking accountability, uh, based on, my actions around them and expecting certain results. Uh, so, you know, I, I would say, Oh, you, you need to, you need to do this or you need to do this. And then it wasn't until for a little while until I realized that I wasn't doing it to begin with. And so I was expecting my kids to do something that I wasn't actually being <clears throat> accountable for. And I thought I was being accountable by teaching them, Hey, this is the way it should be done. But I wasn't the one actually doing it. I was mm. expecting someone else to do it. Mm. And once I, once I actually realized that, I stopped, uh, I stopped getting upset at the lack of, uh, movement or outcome of it. And I started realizing that it was, I needed to do it. And one of the ones was like super simple, making my bed first thing in the morning, boom, wake up, make my bed. You know, you roll out of bed, you throw your sheets back on done. <laughs> it literally takes a second. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I was telling my boys like, Hey, you need to make your bed first thing in the morning, you roll out of bed, make your bed. And I realized I wasn't doing it. And that was just like, right. that's a very brief one. Leadership by example. That's exactly it. And then once I started doing it, they made it much easier for them to do it. When, um, uh, there's a few other times within the military, but that is probably the most glaringly obvious <laughs> point that I thought I was taking accountability by make, trying to make them better. But it requires Perhaps. reflection mm. because I'm sure that for more than at least one day, maybe two or three days you were not making your bed, but chirping at your boys to make their beds. Mm -hmm. So we don't need to know how many days it was that you weren't doing your part while asking them to do their part. So you weren't leading by example for however long, it doesn't mm -hmm. matter how long, but at some point you realize that you weren't and that yeah. takes reflection. I mean, if you ain't reflecting, then you ain't changing. Cause if you ain't reflecting, you ain't making your bed. That's right. And, and so first of all, you've got to reflect. And then once you've reflected, you've got to ascertain, am I leading by example or not? And then once you realize that you're not start freaking leading by example. Yeah. The, the big question that I asked myself was what are my expectations? And once I actually figured <clears throat> out what my expectations were, of you or your boys? Well, of my boys. It was, I was like, what are my expectations? Ah. And my expectation was for them to do it without, without it being thought. And as I thought, as I worked through that thought process and I was like, I want them to be able to utilize this as a skill set that they don't have to, um, manage or like continually think about like, oh my God, I gotta make my bed in the morning. It's just gonna, I want it to become a consistent enough thing that they don't have to think about it. What happened? Challenge you with something. Okay. So what if you didn't have boys? I do the same thing. Ah, but you weren't. And what do you mean? You weren't making your bed. Oh, and yeah. it took your boys to cause you to start making your bed. Mm -hmm. So what if you didn't have boys? What if you didn't have anyone in your life? Oh, like, no, like if I didn't have kids, well, then I wouldn't have that immediate reflection and it would either take me oh, a long time getting somewhere. Yeah. And this is the best thing about kids, man. They are a complete and utter mirror. But I don't want to talk about that. No. I want to talk about if you don't have kids. That was my question. Okay. Well, if you don't have kids, uh, hmm. so before I had kids, let's talk about that. Before I had kids, I was in a, uh, a very reactive place in my own head. Right. I was not looking for what I could do better. I was looking around saying, why isn't everybody else doing X? So I was not looking inwards at all. That's my point. Yeah. Well, it's a hundred percent true. I, I would do the, the way that I actually figured out how to look inwards was by having uh, a physical walking mirror that does everything that I was doing and all the things. So, so. so it, it took kids for you to start holding yourself accountable. Yep. It took yep. kids for you to realize that you needed to lead by example, uh, but it shouldn't. No, hang on a okay, second. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, my bad. Cause, cause that's what we're talking about is you then decided to start leading 
leading by example, by making your own bid so that your kids would start understanding that and get the outcome that you wanted. But without kids, how are you supposed to get the outcome that you need yourself? And so, cause you weren't reflecting on it mm-hmm. until you had kids. And so, um, so you were, you were viewing the world around you for accountability as yard sticking against someone else mm-hmm. rather than yard sticking yourself. You, you weren't facing yourself, honestly, Hopefully. and realizing what things you needed to change in order for you in absence of anyone else around you, just you to start leading by example within your own life so that maybe one day someone might notice that you've been a relentless bed maker or whatever. Yeah. And so I think the, the reason I am being specific or particular about this question is for anyone out there, not everyone has kids. Maybe it's just a, a guy by himself in his basement, wondering what's what Mm -hmm. you got to hold yourself accountable as if no one is watching you. I mean, you just have to get right with the idea of working on yourself and improving yourself. And over time, maybe someone will notice. And, And if they do notice, well, maybe you're now helping to improve someone else's life by doing your best and them getting to see you doing your best. And them realizing that, hey, I too can do my best. Mm-hmm. And that's how it starts. It shouldn't have to rely on a random moment of a black cat walking in front of you. And now you're running your life off of a black cat. Yeah. I mean, look at yourself. Run your own life a little more optimally. And then start exposing goodness to the world. And hopefully it'll start following in step. Yeah. I, yeah, 100%. We... uh Uh, I actually, what I realized eventually was that I had relied upon uh, enforced discipline, right, from the military was that it was, you know, you, if you were in the shacks, you had to, you had to expect that you were going to be inspected at some point. So you had to keep your bed made and you had to keep your stuff shining. You had to blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like every day, several times a day. Yeah. And all of that, uh, I relied upon the outside force to keep me in check right whereas it's normal that's why i asked the question and eventually once uh like i said when i had kids and stuff was that it really uh that that was the that was the mirror that i needed because that's what like you in order to change you have to have the insight you have to be able to look inside yourself whether that be a physical mirror or a a subjective mirror or an actual little child that is doing all the things (laughs) that you're doing that you then look at and go i don't like that uh, once you have that mirror and you're actively willing to change, <laughs> the big one is sure. You can see things that you don't like. You might see things you don't like in yourself, but if you're not willing to change it, nothing's going to happen. That's right. And so for everyone out there who doesn't have kids and doesn't have the luxury of a little moving mirror in front of you and thinking, wow, I suck because my kid's not doing it right. It must be my fault, which is the right idea, of course, yep. by the way. But if you don't have kids, guy or girl, You've got zero kids. You've got zero mirror to reflect against. You know what you do have? The freaking mirror in front of you. Mm -hmm. You standing, looking at yourself in a mirror and thinking, am I really running my game properly? Am I really making my best effort? How can I do it better? And so now you get a choice. You get to stare at that mirror forever until an answer shows up, which it may not. Or you can stare at that mirror and think, I'm not really coming up with any real good ideas right now. I know that Jocko says every morning I'm supposed to make my bed, but what does that guy know? And Mm -hmm. so I'm not going to make my bed. It's not going to change my life. I'm just going to live without ever making a bed forever. And so hopefully I'll just get lucky and someday my life will get really good and magically and and it'll all line itself up perfectly and everything's going to be sweet. That never happens. No, It's an active process. And so if you want to ignore Jocko's uh, rule of thumb of make your bed, cool. Don't, don't make your bed. And, and before too long, what's going to happen is you're going to wake up one morning and as you're rolling out of bed, not making it, you're going to put your foot down on about a hundred wrappers of empty bags of chips. Garbage. Yeah. Garbage. One foot will go in the seven 11 slurpy, uh, uh, jug and the other one will go in a bag of Doritos. And so, and, and, and then 
you get to stand up and kick them off your feet and think, time to get on with it. And then the next day, there's more garbage on your floor. And the next day, your your slippers are made of like, uh, you know, the next bag of garbage that you wake rats. up and put them in. Literal yeah. rats. <laughs> That's right. Literally rats. <laughs> and so, you know, at what point do you wake up? Well, here's a good way to wake up. Put yourself in the mindset of you're now uh, an eight-year-old boy, as an example, and you're living in filth, hoping that the door doesn't swing open and your dad says, what is even going on here? Let's get this nonsense sorted out. And then we need to sit down and have a chat. And so, I mean, if you can't do it for yourself, take a second and put yourself into the shoes of a kid and how your dad would view that room. I mean, it sounds goofy for an adult to be wearing Dorito bag slippers <laughs> and then having to put their head into the mindset of what would my dad say if yeah. he saw this? You're a grown man with Dorito slippers. <laughs> that should be the first sign that you've got to change. But if that doesn't come to mind, then your next thought should be, what would my dad think? How disappointed yeah. would my dad be? Yeah. And so that's what's happening is you're disappointing the people around you because you're better than that. Yeah. There was a time in your life when you weren't wearing freaking Dorito slippers. So shake your head. I don't know how bad it's got to get sometimes for some folks out there. Pretty bad is what I hear that it can get like double Dorito slippers. Oh, yeah. Well, at that moment... Whatever moment, whatever it takes for you to like snap to and think, this has gone a bit sideways. Well, now you get to decide with the, in the Dorito slipper moment what you're going to do about it. And you got to change. You yep. know that. Everyone yep. knows that. But how do you change? Well, again, we've talked about it. Tactically and strategically, you've got to come up with a plan to make positive changes. And if you can't do that all by yourself, you got to start looking around for help. You got to start looking around for good advice. You got to you got to look for mentors, someone who's going to inspire you, someone who's going to lead you, someone who's going to someone who's been there themselves and has figured out a way to move forward. And there's lots of personalities out there on the internet that can help you do that. But mm -hmm. you've got to reach out, not physically. And you've got to reach out not like with tons of DMs or emails to Jocko. But you've got to reach out Get engaged in listening, paying attention to just do it better. Just listen for yeah. a while. Watch a few Jocko videos and then get your act together yeah. day by day. Yeah, the uh, I had a I did a podcast a little bit ago with a guy named Fran Recciopi, I think. I don't remember how to pronounce his last name very well. He's a former Green Beret, but we were talking um, and he said, he said, hope is not a plan, a plan of action. And I was like. That's age old. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because as much as you want things to happen, unless you actually take action on them, there, there's no, there's no reason. In, in fact, it's not even, I'd, I'd rephrase that. At least I've rephrased it in my mind years ago. Mm -hmm. Not only is hope not a plan of action, hope is a distraction. Ooh, that's a good way to look at it. But am I wrong? No, I think you're absolutely right. And it, it really will. If there, there's a point, I think hope or faith or, um, you know, those things, they, they have a place in your head, but they're not in the place that most people think they should be. If you know what I'm saying. And there's, I uh, do because I have a sentence for it yeah, precisely the, the sentence that I've been using for three decades or more. And it's this plan for the worst hope for the best. Yep. I've said that one bajillion times That's to countless line. people yep. all over the world plan for the worst hope for the best. Yeah. But I ain't hoping ever I'm planning for the worst and getting on with it. And, and when things go sideways, I hope it, 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 it works out well, mm -hmm. but I ain't counting on hope. You're, I'm going to keep on planning on sorting the problem out. Yeah. And you're ready to manage. That's so right. <clears throat> we have uh, quite the 
conversation going on in the comments here. <laughs> oh, is that cool. right? Oh I'm yeah, not, but I can't we, see we, any of the comments. Is there any we, way to put live comments up or? Uh, well, I can. I have to throw them up individually, but okay. uh, we'll we'll put them. I'll go through them because they're test quite driving a the system. Yeah. So we got thoughts, words, hydration, sleep, nutrition, breath, and movement. Your thoughts on why these are important to be instilled. How some may seek to do so. Mm, I, I got a great answer. Well, I say great answer. I've got a, a the first answer that snaps to mind is the right answer in my mind. Mm-hmm. And it's this, all of those things, thoughts, words, hydration, sleep, nutrition, breath, and movement, and many more are things that I talk about on the regular all the time with tons of people who hit me up with um, questions. And so let me say this, whether only, whether Daniel had said thoughts, words, and hydration and stop there, or whether he'd continue with sleep, nutrition, breath, and movement, and all the other things that you can focus on in order to improve your life. If he was still writing things out another hundred things that you can do on, on, on what's important, it's less about how many things you write down on your journal on what you need to focus on. And it's just the fact that you're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. The very fact that you're considering what you can do to do better, the things that you're thinking about on what is important. If you're starting to have those conversations like what is important to improve, you're you're already long on your way to improving. You're already way past the start line. So the fact that you, anyone, not Daniel per se, but anyone is thinking about how to do it better, congratulations, you're now a winner, in my opinion. And so I think it's important to consider all of the nuances of how to do things better, but just take a moment to pat yourself on the back, whoever you are, and, and give yourself an attaboy that you're even considering the importance of what it is that's going to make me get better. Yeah, I, I I call them uh, little wins. You got and you gotta you gotta mark them. Little win. Yeah, that was good. You know, you get. Uh, I had a. I think I've told the story before, but uh, I had a gentleman uh, at the BJJ club. He showed up injured, and and, I, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, I really wish I could do more. I kind of want to roll." And I'm like, "Dude, just showing up injured. That's the win, right? You you could have stayed home." It took a six or seven step process to even get here to just watch, let alone uh, the the fact that you feel bad about not being able to improve yourself in this moment is that in this moment, you are improving yourself and you need to take that as a win and go, yeah, good job. Agreed. And then, and then move on. And, and that's the other part was, um, I was talking to another, another Greenberry actually, uh, <laughs> my buddy, Chris, um, we were talking about starting small. A lot of people that when they, you know, I want to be better. And then they go, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to eat right. And I'm going to start exercising and I'm going to sleep at the right time. They're See gonna, you next uh, year uh, when uh, you don't do anything. Exactly. And so the thing that we were talking about was just start small, start on one thing, pick one and work on that until you can get to a point where that becomes either uh second nature or it's part of your schedule so that you're it becomes a non-negotiable or it's a point where you don't have to think about oh my god i gotta get this done you're just gonna it part of the day just work i I would say there's a step before that oh okay and 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 i've actually said this to you and we've actually had this this, yeah (laughs) we we've actually done it i've had us do it Mm -hmm. as a task and we executed against it and we both looked at each other and nodded and said, yeah. And so it kind of went like this, bro, I don't care. We're going to get a small win today. Mm-hmm. A small win. I don't care what it is. We're ending the day with a small win. And so you, you, can, you can put a big magician hat in front of you and fill it with all your problems, all the things that you want to do when you grow up all of that good stuff, all of the things that you won't do anything about, but you want to do something about, put them all in your big magician hat, stir them around. Doesn't matter to me what you pull out, read it and think, that's what I'm going to get done today with a win. Start the process by little wins on anything. 
It doesn't matter what it is. It really doesn't matter. Get a win. Yep. Start stacking up some wins throughout the week. Tiny little, almost inconsequential. Doesn't even matter. Start working on your world macrame award or whatever. <laughs> Does not matter. Yep. Because the difference between a winner and a loser is one stays the same. The other starts working on winning. Wins, any kinds of wins, tiny, tiny little wins. Start banging those out. Yeah. And once you start feeling like you're winning a little bit, now you can start focusing on the task that you're now going to assign yourself to. Because mm -hmm. there's no point in, this is going to sound crude. It's not going to be polished. It's not going to be nuanced, this conversation, this sentence that I'm going to state. And it's going to feel rough to some people. But I'll say this, if you've been a loser all your life, it's hard to look at that list of things to do and say, I'm going to go smash out a home run and I'm going to nail my nutrition today. I'm going to become a nutrition subject matter expert today. No, you're not. In this instant, yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. And here's why. Because you're a freaking loser in your mind. Mm-hmm. You've assigned yourself as a loser. You're, you're, you haven't had a win in years. You don't think you're capable of winning. And so you think that you're a loser. And so you're not. It's just that you haven't chipped out a tiny little win in so long that you haven't felt like a winner in a long time. Yeah. Find something small. By the end of today, win. And yeah. then tomorrow, win. And then do a week's worth of tiny little wins. And now you're not feeling like a loser. Yeah. And now you can look at that list of things that you want to get done and build off of a position of feeling like a little bit of a winner. Like there's actually a path forward where you feel like, Oh, so that's what little wins feel like. That's what fuel feels like. That's what being better feels like. Oh, now I get it. Now I see that it's a worthwhile pursuit. Yeah. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I could not agree more. And you're right. We did that with the collective as we were getting it started and 100%. as we were doing all the things. Um, and it's also, it'll, I think what it, I don't think it eliminates this, but it mitigates it pretty well is the mission creep of, well, I have to do that. And then this, and then these things and those things and that, and blah, 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 blah. You just, I need this done. Do it. And, and again, that the, and I don't, it seems so crude to say this, the loser mentality. Mm -hmm. When I say someone's using a loser mentality, I'm not saying that you, there's, there's no hope for you or yeah. you suck so bad that I don't want to talk to you. It's not about that. You've either got a winner mindset or a loser mindset. And, and that's, that's a mindset. Yeah. It's, it's not a label. It's just how you're thinking right now. Just and, because you're thinking that way doesn't make you a forever loser. Yeah. In a split second, you can shift to a winning mindset. And so and there's the only time you're a loser is when you're not thinking like a winner. Yeah. And there's hundreds of examples of that, right? There's, you Millions. know, addicts and all kinds of things that have turned their life around and have sorted their themselves out. People who have been huge winners who then became huge losers who then came back to it like there's millions of examples you can go all over the place with that but um so let's uh keep going here we got uh my interactions with my kids are the reason for that question okay that makes sense is that mm. accountability was uh took a long hard look and realized i wasn't taking accountability for what i was doing 100 same boat i hear you <laughs> i was there too um james says much like respect being earned and not just given out now that's an interesting one too because i was always told you have to give respect to get respect that's what i was told but i always disagreed with that i also disagreed with it too and i think that if you if you respect yourself then you will have an air of respect and people will either respect you or not and that's up to them you're i agree except that there's a step before that you've got to you've got to respect yourself for sure but you've got to earn your own respect of yourself mm -hmm. before you can start acting like you deserve respect. Absolutely. That's part of the little wins too, 
right? The more little wins you have, the more confident you become in your own skill set. And that's why martial arts are great. Any martial art really is just it gives you confidence in yourself and your skill set and your abilities and your et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, which I think bleeds into respect. Uh, Dude, but that's that, 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 uh, before we bump into something yep. else, it's, it's an underrated comment. It's an underrated way to live your life. To me, it's one of the central pillars of how I've, how I think. Mm -hmm. If someone wants my respect, earn it. Yeah. I don't hand it out like candy. Mm -hmm. And, and it doesn't mean that if I meet someone and, uh, they, um, you know, if they're a good person, I'll, it's not that I'm going to give them instant respect. I'm going to appreciate them until they, until they present enough that they start earning my respect mm. that as, as they do, whatever they do, it might take me 10 seconds to think respect. Yeah. It might take me 10 years where I think respect. The timeline is immaterial. The fact is that I just don't hand respect out like candy grams. And, and there's a wild difference between clicking like on someone's message mm -hmm. and me respecting them. Now, yeah. th they can operate in, in conjunction. Like I can be introduced to someone on social media as an example. And if I take a look at their feed or whatever, and within about 10 seconds, I'm thinking, legit. Mm -hmm. Now they've got my respect within 10 seconds. But if I'm on social media and I'm scanning through someone's uh, feed and I think, mm, I'm going to keep an eye on this. They ain't getting my respect just because they had green, green cam paint on. Yeah. They ain't, I'll, I'll, I'll respect their service, but that doesn't mean I've got to respect them because mm -hmm. they could be running their program contrary or completely polar opposite to what I think is appropriate. So it's not that I'm going to respect their way. I'll respect their service. Yeah. And over time, that observation of me eyeballing them for day after day, month after month, not me chirping at them, me just casually lurking in the background. If I see them swinging in the right direction towards that North Star correctly, now they're going to get my respect. And they may not even know it, but it's got to be earned, yeah. not just given. I think there's a... Uh, uh, the, the there's a, a mis mixture happening here and i think respect and uh is kind of put in place of um uh, i just forgot the word but you know like decency like common kindness being able to interact with people on a on an excellent on a higher level right we're uh, trying can't remember the word for it right now but i think the word respect <clears throat> is thrown around as in like a courtesy in how I interact with you on a daily basis, right? And I can be courteous to someone. There's there's respectful, which respectful. is a completely different yes. word. Yeah, exactly. And you get my respect. Yes, and the that's the, I think that's the big one is that where we say you know respect needs to be earned and not given, or uh, you need to give respect to, to get respect. I think that really comes more along the lines of courtesy than it is re actual respect. Well, look, you can be respectful all day long to me. Yeah. That doesn't mean you get my respect. Exactly. Yeah. It just means that I appreciate you being uh, non-confrontational. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that I'm ever going to give you my respect. But on the same token, uh, if you're being respectful and in 10 seconds of you being respectful, if I look at you and think, that's a good dude, mm -hmm. that dude's legit, I dig this guy. Now I'm respecting him. Yeah. It's it's not the amount of respectfulness that I got. It's nice if someone's respectful. I try to be respectful in mm -hmm. the proper moments, but that doesn't build respect. So they're two different words. I couldn't agree more. I think they get mixed up too often. I think they get replaced in and, in and amongst each other. So I think that should be something we need to keep our eye and, on. And not to put too fine a point on it, but the example that always comes to mind is when a young uh, platoon, uh, lieutenant, second lieutenant, would come into the infantry platoon or whatever, a young officer, and by the way, some highly seasoned officers, 
I would be respectful to some degree. <laughs> that didn't mean they ever got my respect. Quite the yeah. contrary. If I thought that you weren't pulling your weight, I was disdainful. Mm. I, I, I might be saluting you, but you know that I'm being disdainful. Yeah, because, be yeah. because you aren't representing the way you should represent and yeah. therefore you ain't getting my respect yeah it's a uh it's kind of funny how you can you can glean not quite disrespect but uh i can't think of the word again right now but you know in a salute there's you can give a highly respectful salute with zero respect in it <laughs> Hundred you know I mean? so percent. I, I can I can snap I could snap out a salute that is picture perfect mm -hmm. that that could be used as a video mm -hmm. to in demonstrate manual, the yeah. high standards of what a salute looks like. But in the nuance of it, you won't see it in the video, but you'll see it in my eyes as I look that guy in the eye. He knows yeah. what's up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the one thing about drill, man. I always told the. Uh... The junior the cadets that came through when we were teaching them is like your drill says something about you right off the hop now, oh yeah what, yeah it does but you know yeah. what before any of that drill happens there's something said about you before you even oh. enter onto the parade square 100 percent. yeah um yeah well <laughs> i think we, we i think we covered that point pretty well um carrying on sat says for me accountability is something that is ongoing look back at what I've done for the day and ask myself, how could I have done things better? So perhaps thinking I was being accountable, but after reflection, uh, I can be more accountable. Yeah. yeah and that's yeah. what we're, yeah, he's bang on. And, and yeah. so yesterday, I think I framed accountability through the, uh, lens of you've got a yardstick. It's called the past and how you want to observe the past over a certain timeline, whether it's a day, which, you know, I, I think um, what I said yesterday is this. If you're yardsticking by the past, pick much further back in the past, like a year or 10 mm -hmm. years, in order to get accountability on who you are now and who you were then. Who you are right now in the real time and who you were this morning about two hours ago or last night about 12 hours ago, that's not really what I consider to be true accountability. Those are micro nuances that you're micro recalibrating. But accountability to me is when you look in the past, it's over a longer timeline in order, in order to form a truer trend. Yeah. And so in, with, with Satch, I, I think he could easily look back at a year ago and think, wow, I'm, I'm doing so much better today i'm crushing it today in context of a year ago but you can't say that about last night mm -hmm. you can't look at this morning two hours ago and think wow i'm really crushing it compared to where i was two hours ago so accountability is is something that i believe when you're looking backwards requires more of a timeline trend yeah when you're making tiny little corrections on how to do your day better I think that's less accountability. That Those are just micro corrections. Mm -hmm. But I'd also said yesterday that if you want to be accountable in the real time, you've got to live now, right now, not a second mm -hmm. ago, not a second in the future. It's got to be now. This is where we're at mm -hmm. in the real time. So if you want to truly be accountable, do your best right now as you're listening to this yeah. in real time. That's That's where you got to do your best. That's where you're accountable is in the real time. Mm -hmm. The past is for reflection on how to yardstick accountability, I think. It's a great point. And like right here, uh, Winterstorm says, true accountability is doing it properly and to a high standard, even when no one will ever uh, know you did it. Now, I have 100%. one point on that. I have a point on that. And I want to challenge cool. you on this. Bring it. True accountability is doing it properly and to a high standard because there will always be one person that will know. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's that, not about no one challenging. Knowing. No, it's not a challenging, that's but just a I head just, nod. <laughs> it, but it, I think this gets thrown around a lot too, is like doing something when no one's watching, but here's the deal. Someone's always watching and that's you. Oh yeah. Right? I'm always watching what I'm doing. And if I want to be truly accountable, I need to do it at a high standard because I am watching. 
Ah, and somehow you couldn't make your bed. And somehow I couldn't, but I did eventually. So <laughs> yeah, but, yeah but not as you just described. Not, no, absolutely. And this is where, you know, you have to understand that it's not a, uh, uh, <clears throat> I don't think it's a switch one day, right? It's a, Oh, it, it, it is. If you it want it to switch. be. Well, if you want it to be sure. Yeah. Like in the next millisecond, in, the ne in this millisecond right now, as I'm speaking, absolutely. Right. It, yeah. It's all up to it's all up to you, and I don't mean you, Chance. I mean it's all up to you, whoever's listening. <laughs> it's all, it's up, all to up to us. <laughs> it's all up to us. Yeah. You, you want to change your game? Change it. That now. yeah, it really right is. Then. That, yeah. There was I saw this uh, video on uh, on one of the Instagram reels, and it was it's from a movie. I can't remember what movie it is, but it's an interview between uh, somebody and like a shop owner, and they asked the person, uh, "What was the biggest lie you've ever heard?" And the guy says, it's not that simple. And the reporter says, what's not that simple? And he's like, no, that's the biggest lie I was ever told is that it's not that simple because it is, it truly hundred percent is that simple. Just change, do it, do it. <laughs> it's that simple. Yeah. All right. Uh, Can you put that see. question back up again? Sorry. Uh, okay. uh, true accountability. Yeah. Properly. So uh, the part that I wanted to focus on, thank you again, Winterstorm 427, bringing mm -hmm. the heat. Come on, someone out there has got to be bringing game against Winterstorm 427. Oh, we you got know, like, someone... we got a dozen more comments, so don't worry Perfect. if we're coming. <laughs> okay, so um, it's true. True accountability is doing it properly and to a high standard, even when no one will ever know you did it. And so um, I think that these moments arise for everyone. And I can think of moments in my past where I've been out in the middle of nowhere doing that thing or whatever. And it's hard times. And, and you know that you can shortcut it. And I've, I'll, I'll use an example of 24 hour solo mountain bike racing. It's two o'clock in the morning. You're all by yourself. It's pitch black. There's a course in front of you. And that course is fixed. It's marked. There's no deviation off the course. And as, as you, uh, pass someone in the pitch black other than your night helmet light um, you pass someone and you know now they're off your rear view mirror now you're not really hearing them and as you come up around a loop and you're hooking a hard left or whatever the case is the person who's behind you you can't hear them anymore because they just shortcut the course because mm. no one was watching them because it's dark because there's no one to see them shortcutting there's no one to see that they're not being accountable to themselves. They're not meeting the high standard of the rule set. They're shortcutting their own life. Now, what they don't realize in that moment is they shortcutted because they were being lazy, of course. Mm -hmm. It's not a problem for them in the moment as they're doing it, perhaps. Maybe they had a little bit of a struggle and think, man, I'm struggling so hard. I've got to cut the course to make up time to do whatever. So somehow they got right with it and they shortcut the course. I'll tell you what, 10 years later, it's all up in their head. Mm -hmm. I suck. Why did I do that? That was so weak. I'm a shortcutter. And and it's it's not an easy thing to process 10 years. I I don't have to worry about that cuz you know, I got to watch the shortcutter shortcut. Uh, and that kind of makes me smile because in the moment I'm thinking like, dude, you suck, <laughs> man, you're going to suck 10 years from now. It's going to hurt a while later. Yeah. That's a, oh man, that's a good, that's a great example. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you think no one's watching, that's cool. And if you're not meeting the high standard, that's cool. Whatever. You, you don't think it's a big deal. That's cool. You're going to pay the price later. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> I, I definitely have, there were times I shortcutted while I was, uh, training. And I, I know it. I know it. That's the thing. That's why. That's why I brought up the point that like mm. there's, you're still watching. You still know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. James says that's what I'm learning now. Be the best for yourself. Absolutely. Doesn't matter what others think. Just as long as you know that you've put your best effort and your best foot forward to make yourself better. Oh yeah. yeah. No. No one. I mean, if you're that dude, and and this is just. I mean, I'm not even thinking of anyone. I'm just using a metaphoric comment now. If you're that dude who rolls out of bed and puts your feet into the Dorito bag slippers and looks around think, wow, how did my life get to this? And then you just keep on wearing Dorito bag slippers for the rest of your life. 
when you when you look down at your slippers and think i should do something about this and then you decide to do something about this it doesn't mean that within 10 seconds you've got to be jason bourne mm -hmm. <laughs> i mean just kick the slippers off that's a good start <laughs> Take them and then the tomorrow garden. let's see what shows up how you can yeah. start chipping away at your best effort and and don't worry about you know your room might not be clean for a week or two whatever mm -hmm. just start cleaning yep and then it over a period of time you'll make the improvements and over a period of time it's a year later six months later whatever now you can look back on your body of work and see the trend over the timeline of improvement and guess what you're not going to be jason born six months from now or ever because mm -hmm. i mean who could be Jason Bourne? Other than you. Other than Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, like yeah. you don't have to turn into a, a superhero within a week, but you can become a superhero by stop wearing freaking Dorito bag slippers. I think I kind of want to make some Dorito bag slippers just Dude. to send them to you. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I'm loving this Dorito bag uh, slipper right? routine. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Winter Storm bringing more. It says, and to build on what James says, often when you are trying to do your best, there will, will be people who disapprove and try to dissuade uh, because it makes them feel bad when oh, they I reflect. Love that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And you will have to fight them. And not like physically fight them, but you will have to fight their their jeers and their comments and their thoughts and their, um, oh man, just all the little snippets and the passive yeah, aggressiveness. So how do you do that? Ooh, so... Uh, let's just because uh, I know how I do it. Well, you tell me how you do it, and I'll tell you how negative. I do it. <laughs> okay, so how I manage it is the big one that, uh, or the one line that actually I've been using for the last little while is we'll throw that comment back up so that everyone okay. can refer to the comment. And uh, there we go. Good call. Thank you. Um, the, the point that I, I always use is <clears throat> I've been there, I've been there, I've, I've sat, I've had those thoughts in my head of that guy or this thing or whatever and i recognize that they're uh once you recognize that the the mindset is achievable in a negative way but like it's mm. um it's a real thing mm. that allows me to go okay well they're making decisions based off of what they know and they don't know what i know therefore i don't really care and one of the uh one of the points uh, I, I told my wife at one point was like, uh, she was saying, oh, this person at work was complaining about what I do and blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. And I said, would you take advice from that person? And she said, no. And I was like, well, then why are you accepting their criticism? Because it's a two-way street, right? If, if you would not accept their opinion in a positive manner, they were trying to give you advice, then you why would you accept their opinion negatively? And I, once I, once I realized that I was like, I, if I, if I do not care for your opinion, I'll listen to you. Sure. And I'll, I'll, I'll take in what you're saying. And if it doesn't align with what I'm saying, with what I'm thinking, then I'm bleh, out it goes. That's what I do. Mm. What do you do? Well, first of all, if, if someone's got a problem with the way I'm running my program, that's on them. Yep. Because I'm doing me. And my program, though not amazing, maybe not even notable, it's got me to a few places. One or two. And I've done a few things. Maybe and one I, or two I'm, things. I'm no rock star because <laughs> there's dudes who are freaking rock stars. Mm -hmm. And I'm not it. But the way I've run things, it's been okay. And so... I, I know that to be true. And so when someone is having problems with how I'm doing things and, and they disapprove with how I'm doing things and they're trying to convince me that my way is the wrong way, I just got to look back on my body of work and think, really? So, so you're an army cadet <laughs> thinking about joining, are you? Mm -hmm. And you think that my program doesn't work for me? Well, it did. You don't need my program. I don't even have a program to hand you, Army Cadet. Mm -hmm. But what I do know is I've figured a few things out. And so anyone can try and disprove 
or, or disapprove of me or, or try to dissuade me. But when they start doing that, this is where my head goes. Cool. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep representing. And somewhere along the line, you're going to see through leadership by example that I ain't joking. I will get results mm-hmm. and you will see those results. And, and if you want to ignore those results, we can keep doing this game of you disapproving, observing results and disapproving and observing results. And where I will move from the time they start disapproving will be forward. Mm-hmm. And where they will move is nowhere. Mm-hmm. At best. At best. Yeah, Backslide is the first right. thing that came to mind, of mm-hmm. course. But at best, they won't move anywhere. And so, yeah. you know, you can have that conversation of they're disapproving and they're trying to dissuade me and et cetera. Cool. We just had that conversation. Let's see where things are at in a year. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> that's basically it. And they the uh, the comment that they feel threatened by your progress, hundred percent. Yeah, it's, and and it's, it's it's weird and it's wrong and it's bizarre and it's inverted. And what should be happening is if and this is what I do, if I see someone progressing out there, I mean, how can you even be threatened by that? You should be like I'm not a cheerleader. Uh, that's just not my style. Really? When I pom poms in the garage. (laughs) That's right. But when I see someone progressing, this is what I think. Good. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same way. And actually very recently, uh, I saw some people doing, doing it right. As far as I consider that hadn't been doing it right previously. And I was like, yeah, all right. Get some, like give her man. Um, what else we got? It's easier to tell you to stop pushing or achieving than it is to get up themselves, push and possibly fail. Hundred percent. Yeah, that yeah. goes carries on. Um, uh, here we go. Definitely, people criticize and ask questions as if in a position of authority and competence, but often actually from a place of weakness, ignorance, and envy. Yeah, I love that comment, and and I love it because it's it's true. Yeah, and um, but okay. So what? So now you get to decide what you want to do with that. Like if someone, if, if someone's coming at me from a position of weakness, ignorance, and envy, okay, now I get to decide what I want to do with that person or Mm -hmm. how I want to interact with them. Or do I want to even, do I even want to interact with them? I guess it all depends on the moment, you know, like if someone comes at me hard and, and they're just being a goof depending like i'm i'm not trying to solve all of the world's problems all the time like if you're a goof and i just don't have the time to deal with how goofy you are i'll probably just bounce yeah there but if i've got the people that's right but if i've got the time and i think that in rapid fashion i can get to the core of the problem where that bro hemo who's come at me hard uh, from his weakness ignorance and envy if I can think to myself, all right, I'm going to try to turn this guy around, lickety split. And if I'm like three minutes into it, four minutes into it, and I realize it's a no-go, then I'm going to bounce. Yeah. But if I can try to change a guy, then I'm going to try. Because I know that by changing him in some small way, now he's changed. And, and there's no one seeing that. Once you're a brohemo who's changed a little bit, now you get to process the goodness of that change. And and then then you're screwed. Now you get to face yourself and, and think, yeah, there actually is a better way to do this. Now what do I do about it? Yep. Because now you get to be super weak in front of yourself by saying, oh, there is a better way. Oh, I just had a taste of better. And... Now I'm going to go back to sucking. <laughs> go put those slippers back on. <laughs> go find your Dorito slippers. Uh, here's one from, you guessed it, Winterstorm427. Envy is the would have, should have poison of being better. Oh, dude, it that is a great line. So good. <sighs> oh, man. I, I, I'm going to save that, and we're going to use that later for something. But uh, Agreed. Man, that was great. Uh, with the question I marked, how important is it to obtain balance either in self family work? That's a great question. We're almost out of time. Do you want to dive into this real quick? Or no, do let's want save to that. Okay. That's a good one. Cause we got a couple. I here. mean, they're all good one, but man, I mean, they've been, you know, 
got fire today, man. There's that, like that there's, one just requires a bit more time. Yeah, there's some depth in there. So Daniel, we'll get to that uh, tomorrow's episode for sure. Um, being the best version of yourself every day, as per Sean's previous statements, always good to do that. And it's not uh, hard. I no. mean, it isn't hard, honestly. And this is not directed at Daniel or anyone in particular. It's directed at me for for goodness sakes. It's not that hard. You just got to do your best. It doesn't mean that you're going to, you're not cracking home runs every second. Maybe not even every hour. Maybe mm -hmm. not even that day. That isn't important. It's, it's your freaking head. Yeah. This is the only thing that's running this entire universe right now is what your, what your mind's thinking right now. And you get to decide like right now, this second, right in real time, do I want to suck or do I want to win? Yep. Do I want to be awesome or do I want to be a goof? I mean, we can, we can use the, the, the opposites of each other, winner, loser, suck, blah, blah, blah. You get to decide. You want to you wanna use really rough language like winner and loser? If that's what it takes to move your needle in the real time and make a choice, make a choice. Do you want to be a winner or do you want to be a loser? Then the rest takes care of itself. As long as you keep in your mind in real time, do your best, do your best, do your best. The rest takes care of itself. It a hundred percent will. And you know, actually, it, it, as you were talking, it used the the home the home run analogy. The best, the best, highest, the most skilled baseball players in the world have a batting average of around three hundred. Right. That means that, that means nothing to me because I don't even watch baseball, so I don't know. So what I mean by that is that these guys, the the people at the top echelon of baseball, they're hitting a third of the pitches thrown to them, right? So, and not all of those are home runs. <laughs> Actually, in fact, most of them aren't home runs. You're talking, uh, I don't know what the record is right now because I'm not a huge baseball fan, but, um, you know, you're 70, 80 home runs out of thousands of pitches thrown. So when you're not hitting home runs every single day, yeah, that's part, that's part of the deal, right? You're going to take pitches, you're going to miss. You're going to take pitches that think are going to be balls and they're going to be strikes. And like, there's lots of analogies there, but. The well, there isn't. An, and, and fascinatingly to me, because I don't know much about baseball, mm -hmm. um, you know, literally the guys who are cracking home runs and let's say they're cracking a home run 10% of the time. Mm -hmm. uh, if their batting average is 30% or whatever, and, and some of those, well, not all of those will be home runs. So let's say it's 10% of the time. I wonder if I got to talk to a hundred baseball players at the tip of the spear within baseball, I wonder how many of those guys are thinking that day I'm a winner or I'm a loser. Mm. <clears throat> That's an interesting thought. That's no, just a thought experiment. We'll never yeah. get an answer. I might. I hey, never know, man. I talked to a lot of people. <laughs> I might be able to find a baseball player in the fourth. Oh yeah. Time. When was the last time you talked to the New York Yankees? Uh, never. But right. That doesn't mean that I won't at some point. Well, pick eventually. up the pace, Burles. Ah, uh, Roger that warrant. I'll get right on it. <laughs> I'll get somebody in here. If anybody <laughs> knows any baseball players, look me like up. Like top uh, top level baseball. Top players. level. Yeah, not just like AAA or anything. We're and going, and uh, not like this. Not this uh, paltry uh, three hundred or whatever. We want nine hundred and seventy. Yeah. See, nobody nobody hits that. <laughs> I don't even know what it means. <laughs> So, okay, just a quick little uh, lesson for you. Uh, it's out of a thousand, like a 1%, right? Oh, okay, so yes, out of yes. One, so however many... Uh, 30% then. 30%, yeah. So when they yeah, say sure. batting 300, they just go into the thousands. Go find someone who's 97% Burles. Yeah. Uh, there's no such person that exists. <laughs> Unless start you looking. started playing baseball. No, I not at all. <laughs> I was the, listen, I was not good at uh, baseball when I was coming up in high school. Um, yeah. It wasn't just, it just wasn't my sport. Indoor and outdoor soccer was my sport. So I only good. played baseball if it was mandatory within PT uh, mm. or within physical training as a class in high school. And, and, you know, I played softball where, you know, just nice casual lob. And then we played some hardball, which was not my cup of tea. And I'll tell you why. Because when I was a young boy growing up in England, um, we used to play cricket as well. 
And uh, I played, I think it's called Mid Silly Wicket or something like that, <laughs> which means that, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm standing there like at eight or nine years old with, yeah. uh, with, with no, like just ready to catch a cracking hard ball being smacked off of a cr- cricket bat at yep. warp factor three at me about six feet away from the cricket. Like pick it, pick a worse <laughs> spot within I a got cricket it. team. And that was me. <laughs> and why was I put there? Cause the, cause the PT teacher said to me, Sean, you're fast. Mm-hmm. Dude, that doesn't make me invincible. <laughs> it just means that you put me in a spot that I'm not keen on. And so I, I'll say this, that through cricket, I realized that really hard balls thrown at you really, really fast hurt. hurt so I was yeah. a big fan of getting involved in <laughs> hardball baseball. I kind of like yeah. soccer. Soccer was fun. I, uh, you know, it's funny. The big ones, the sports that I got into were track. It was, I didn't do a lot of, like I played football a little bit in high school and I played uh, what soccer. Uh, initially it was discus. That was my oh, big one because cool. I uh, I got long arms and I could spin really well and I I had those uh... dude you, as you were spinning around about to throw that thing you were already seventy feet down the field just with the length of your arms oh yeah exactly it was basically an unfair advantage but yeah it's um, not right. those were you're, that was you're my a cheater <laughs> that was my go to and then uh, high <laughs> jump long jump uh, some of the long distance running stuff like that uh, and then I got uh, I got hit by a car in junior high. And it messed mm-hmm. up my knees. And ever, mm-hmm. since then, it just, I never couldn't do the long distance stuff. And even then I still joined the army, still ran mm-hmm. all that stuff there, mm-hmm. but I couldn't run at the speed that you need to run uh, for like track events. I don't know if I ever told you, speaking of car accidents, mm-hmm. I can tell the story another time, but I fell out of a car when I was about, uh, or out of a truck that my dad was driving when we were doing about 60 miles an hour down a highway. Ooh. I was yeah, asleep, dude. leaning on the door, the door opened. I woke up in midair, <laughs> hit hit the hit the highway at 60 miles an hour and almost got run over by a truck that's a whole different story i'll save for another time dang yeah that's uh yeah my mine was a little less uh exciting i <laughs> like well, i won't go into it right now but that was the first time i got hit by a car i got a second one uh after that too people started being like dude you you know you shouldn't get like in front of the cars right uh, you know why you're being hit because you're a freaking big bird Right, exactly. Big bird all the way. So we have another couple questions. I'm just going to put them up so it's we can think about it. It's 102. We can think about it for, yeah, or at we'll, least get the juices flowing. Yeah, and we'll we'll jump on these tomorrow. So uh, again, winter storm, throwing fire. Uh, for a winter storm, throwing fire, first off, I think maybe you need to change your name a little bit, but whatever. Uh, touch and base on respect and accountability. Have either of you faltered on your accountability trying to gain someone's respect? Ooh, that's a good question. Good question for tomorrow. We're, yeah, we're going to go into that tomorrow. I'm not even going to give it any thought. Yeah, I just recognize that it's a good question, but I'm not going to think about it. Uh, and the next one, interested in what your thoughts would be a few years back, a high-ranked purse stated that the difference between reg members and Kansofcom purse is that they master the basics. I, I think I've said that a couple of times, but we'll uh, we'll dive into that a little bit more. Yeah, that's, I've got a little bit more to add to that, but yeah, uh, yeah we'll save that for tomorrow. For sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, the that those are some great questions. And again, everybody, first off, thank you all for being on here. Yeah. Thank you guys for uh, throwing fire left, right, and center. We got lots of great questions in here. The last three, I'm saving for tomorrow. We'll put them up, and uh, if we have any, if we have any guests on there, they'll get a chance to get uh, thrown into the fire as well. Get some guests yeah. lined up, pal. I'm working on it. What the working heck? on it? <laughs> you got so many things to do today. I, well, I do actually, but. <laughs> I got a couple of things, whatever. Um, yeah, I, I can't thank you guys enough for, for being out here, for watching. And uh, it's it's always fun to talk about this stuff. And I just like sitting here listening to Sean. Mostly that's my Dude, my I, I like listening to you. It's it's not that, uh, man, you know my deal. I'm, I'm here. I'm not here to give the wisdom. I'm here to get the wisdom. And so it doesn't matter how wise or not I am. I always come out of these things just a touch wiser. Yeah. I think that's the uh, that's the mindset too, right? As long as we can go into a conversation and come out with a little bit, regardless of that conversation, uh, that's a benefit. That's how you get better. Uh, we got some awesome comments at the end here. Trying to be an on when I'm off. You know, uh, and and by the way, the uh, it's not just you and I, of course. As as the comments are coming up, it's mm-hmm. it's characters that are getting engaged in this process, and 
Like I'm Absolutely. getting smarter from people that I may never, ever meet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I dig it. I mean, I'm getting smarter just from the fact of the, the hard questions being asked. Like these are, mm. these are. That one almost uh, broke me yesterday, buddy. That was a good one too. <laughs> I, I, I actually felt a small fracture running through me. <laughs> Going down your spine a little bit. Oh, that was tight. Oh, it was a, yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. quite hear a crack, but there was a minor fracture. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, again, from from the collective, from the uh, from me and Sean and everyone in the back of the house or back room here that I'm in. <laughs> I can't thank you all enough for joining us. We will see you tomorrow as we continue to learn, build, and grow. Chimo. Chimo.